Hey ladies, welcome back. More than a prison wide podcast. It is your host, Raylan Dunlap. I just want to apologize in advance. You may hear my three-year-old. I'm working from home today and it's it's an ordeal. But we're gonna get right into it. We're not gonna let that deter us from uh, recording this episode. So today's episode is called What to Never Ask a Prison Wife. And this is actually a story that was published in collaboration with Vice. And it says, people say the darnest things when they hear your spouse is incarcerated. And I have to say, I definitely agree. You'd start to see different faces, heads turn. Um, Maybe they ain't going to call you no more, whatever it may be. So I'm going to go ahead and read this story. And before I get into the story, I would like to let you guys know if you guys at all have any topics that you'd like me to talk about, um, or you want to ask a question, like record yourself, you definitely can. All you have to do is wherever you're listening at, go ahead and record that message, whether you want to talk it out or you want to, um, text it out and I could put it into the next episode and then we can talk about it. So, um, other than that, let's go ahead and get right into it. Our visits are everything to us. There are romantic getaways, our talk overs, dinner, our talks over dinner, our arguments, our coffee in the morning, our sunset dates. I have to plan our visits months in advance. Packing prison-approved clothing, getting the right combination of coins for the visiting room vending machines, double-checking my hotel reservations, and safety-checking my car for a nearly 1,000-mile trip from Kansas to Michigan. Mm. He gets transferred pretty often, so I stay in a lot of different hotels, but the lobby attendants always ask the same questions. Where are you from? Kansas. Oh wow, do you have any family nearby? I think fast and decide just how honest I want to be. Will people be respectful if I tell them that my husband is incarcerated? In some cases, I immediately decide to stay guarded. I answer with, no, I'm just visiting for a little bit, perhaps with a bite to my tone to discourage further conversation. Other people seem kind and genuine in their desire to get to know their latest, and often in these small prison towns only guests. To them, I'll answer confidentially. Well, kind of. My husband is in such and such facility, and I'm here to spend a few days with him. I always stay in control of the story. My marriage is my story, and I only talk about it for a good reason. It is not for shock value. My husband and I met over 25 years ago in the extended Chicago suburbs of Northwest Indiana. I dated him just after graduating high school. I was white from a middle-class neighborhood. He was black, hadn't graduated, and lived in a part of town he told me I should hang out in without him. That summer, we went to the amusement park. We walked on the beach. We shopped at the mall where I applied for my first credit card to buy his ring when I first proposed. Damn, she proposed? Wow, I can't lie, you guys. I actually proposed to my husband first, but... um. And the only reason why, I know this is off topic, but the only reason why is because I always felt like we weren't going to get married. And I think that kind of was like always like a downfall for us. Like, dang, we can never get married as long as you're on the run. And I just wanted to show him like I'm here no matter what. And I asked him, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't say I regret it, but I think it should honestly be the other way around. But if you love someone, you love someone. So uh, let's get back to the story. One night, we went to Chicago and took the elevator to the observation deck on the Sears Tower. There was a long kiss in the elevator and a view obstructed by daytime tourists. 
Summer ended and heartbroken of initial refusal to marry me. Wow. I moved four states away for college. Over time, we have moved around quite a bit. He married and had a family. Eventually, I did too. Decades passed, and after we both got divorced, I got an expected message from his sister. She said he wanted me to get in contact with you and tell you how you can reach him. I wonder what's that motive, but I don't know. It would be the first time I ever went to prison. I have many identities. I'm a single mother, first and foremost. I'm a master's student. Go ahead, girl. I am a full-time employee during the day, and I'm a prison wife. My husband and I were married last year, close to three years after being reunited through his sister. The night before our wedding, close to three years after being reunited with his sister. Let me read that again. My husband and I were married last year, close to three years after being reunited through his sister. The night before our wedding, my mother and son and I had the rehearsal dinner at a Burger King near the prison. It was quite a feat. Quite a feat to get my mom there. She was not a fan of our relationship in the beginning, but is our loudest cheerleader now. That's right. We married before our visiting hours with no one else was in the visiting room. I wore an off-white dress and sparkly sandals and I didn't care at all that his tux was his prison blues. His best prison blues, a special new suit he got in time for the occasion. The ceremony lasted 30 minutes start to finish and we were able to kiss a little more than usual. Damn, I wish I, I got a chance to do that. I didn't even get that. My relationship is still questioned by strangers, even at the correctional facilities where my husband lives. At one, I approached the desk to check in for a visit and the CO said, inmate number in your ID. I follow the directions. Oh, Kansas. Why would you get involved all the way from Kansas? Did you meet him on those websites? Before this, before this, I never really gave prison wives such wives much consideration. It took me some time to even identify as one. I didn't feel like I fit the stereotype, so how could that be who I was? Even now, only a small group of people know that my husband is in prison. A few professors in my program of study, a couple of work colleagues, a wonderful bunch of close friends, and a handful of social media acquaintances. To most others who read my posts online or know about my volunteer work with advocacy organizations, it seems like I'm just a hardcore advocate for prison reform, which is true and has been the case since my undergraduate years. I often have conversations with people unaware of my relationship who try to tell me what inmates are like. Most of my coworkers still don't know. How was your long weekend, they said. Did you do anything fun? Man, I used to get that question when I worked. Um, the truthful answer would be yes. I spent five days with my husband in a prison visiting room and it was the best time. But instead I say, no, not really, just errands and stuff. People may think I'm distant or unfriendly since I share so little. They may not e care either way that my husband is incarcerated, but it's not just information they have a right to. Once I told a coworker who was more than just a work acquaintance, he was getting married and I envied his ability to go on dates. As he shared plans of his engagement, he asked questions about my own husband. He's good, I said one day at a lunch. Getting settled, he moved recently. Oh yeah, where'd he move? Are you going to move there with him? Well, here's the thing. He's in prison and just got moved to a new facility. I smiled and looked away to give him a minute to observe what I'd said. My co-worker was always a respectful guy, 
but for a second he froze and panicked. I'm sure all the unusual no, I'm sure all the usual questions about my husband's crime flipped through his head. Oh, okay, so when are you going to see him next? I was relieved and grateful for that. In a couple of years we've worked together since I don't recall him ever asking me what crime my husband committed. In case you're ever caught off guard by a friend who comes out of the prison relationship closet, here's some advice. The first question you might want to ask, but probably shouldn't, what about having sex? Don't you miss that? But the worst thing you can ask right off the bat is, what did he do? Jumping right to that question feels dehumanizing because it reduces the person in prison to nothing more than whatever their charge might be. Damn. I'm going to have to read this story on my own again, you guys, because this is good. Yes, these are people who have been convicted of a crime, but they are still people. Even the bad people are someone's mother, father, child, or friend. What matters most is elevating the level of respect for people like me and for our families. I would like a bit of empathy. I've never been happier in my life, but I still have days when I struggle. Don't we all? That's by Heather Heather Moore is a proud mother and wife from Kansas. And I would actually like to say I really appreciated that story. I think the story was really, really good. Um, And it kind of made you really think about stuff and very much so relate. I've been in work before and (laughs) they're like, how's your weekend? And it's like, "Uh, I just came from a visit, but I would never tell anybody. I think I left before I told anybody. So, man, um, let me know uh, in the, if you guys can leave a comment or a message how you guys feel about that story. And then, like I said, feel free to um, message me, whether you're recording your voice or sending a text message, and I can read it out loud. But I definitely did like this story. And if you guys like me reading stories like this, definitely let me know. I feel like this is really relatable. You know, having to, you know pack up your bag for a visit, whether it's a conjugal visit or whether you're going to stay for the weekend or maybe just for the day. Being asked, what are you here for? You know how many times I've heard that? And the whole thing with work and feeling like, you know, you would like some empathy instead of people just, you know, kind of judging you in certain ways. And and, and then when she mentioned, I have many identities and, and it's so true. And that's another reason why I made this podcast and named it what I did more than a prison wife. Because, of course, we are more than prison wives. Because before we even were a prison wife, we were a mother, a sister, an aunt, um, an employee, an entrepreneur, a hustler. Whoever you are, you were more than that before this whole term. So, all right, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed this story like I mentioned already. Thank you guys for tuning in. And I'll see you on the next episode of More Than a Prison Wife podcast.